0: Welcome to the HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com podcast. The opinions and ideas expressed on this show are solely those of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com and its guests. This is the very best of professional wrestling, both independent and mainstream.
1: Yes, you already know what it is, and you already know where you have reached once again. You've reached the number one up-and-coming professional wrestling podcast anywhere in the world. Broadcast right here from New York City, all over your airwaves. Google Play, iTunes, The Daily Smart, Bodyslam.net and Stitcher, as well as right here on Hubbard wrestling Weekly.com. You have reached the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast, and I am your host, Sean Hubbard. What up, though? Saturday night, February 23rd, 2019, and we continue to bring you the very best in the world of professional wrestling, and tonight is absolutely no different as we bring to you a former reigning world women's champion. You heard me right. A former world women's champion. A legit Brazilian jiu-jitsu expert. A woman who's on her way to continue her amazing professional wrestling career in San Antonio, Texas. In North Carolina. Right now she's in Florida. She's all over the place. But before she does all that, she came right here to the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast just for you. So before I introduce our awesome guest, I got to reintroduce all my business owners out there to Haskreya.com. I've been trying to tell y'all for a long time, man, the only way to project your business in the best possible light is at Haskreya.com. Go to their website, check out their portfolio, check out the list of who's who's clients that they have already worked with. You want to add your name to that list. Once again, web development, web platforming, and everything you need to make sure your business looks the best way it can look on the internet. Haskreya.com, that's H-A-A-S-C-R-E-A.com, that's Haskreya.com, because we love tech. Yeah, we're in the building, man, yo. 2019 has already been an amazing year for the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. We got a lot more coming this year. We got a lot more coming for years to come. Coming up on our one-year anniversary in a couple of months. And tonight is another dope episode as I have an amazing guest for you tonight. Yo, just wrestled last night, right? On her way to the gym right now to continue perfecting her craft as she continues to set the wrestling world on fire. She is another key element of the women's evolution. She's doing her thing. She has the look. She has the charisma. She has the athleticism the legitimate Brazilian jiu-jitsu expert. She is the one and only Miss Lindsay Rose. Welcome to the show, my friend. Hey,
0: thank you for having me. It's uh, it's a pleasure and an honor.
1: That's what's up. That's what's up. Listen, I just want to get right into it, man, because, you know, from following your career for quite some time, I'm definitely a student of the game and definitely know who's who and what's what. You know, you, you debuted in May of 2016, um at ring warriors and you know it was a it was a handicap match a little bit of an unconventional uh match to kind of debut in but you know as you started your career because many people know you from you know your current work you know you you actually just i believe wrestled this this week i believe or earlier like yesterday or something like that
0: yeah yesterday exactly
1: so you're coming you're 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 going full throttle uh you know all the way through right now but you know you take it back to to May 14 2016 you know you uh, a, a person by the name of Jenna and Stormy Lee wrestling a handicap match against Brandy and Chelsea you came out on a losing end of that particular match but take us back to your recollection of your first match because obviously that's a milestone of all milestones when you first break into the business Oh man so okay
0: that that was my first match ever and I was coming off of an injury because, um, I, since you know you do your history and stuff, you know I'm a shooter. Well, I uh, I tore my meniscus and my MCL in my right knee. And I tore my meniscus in my left knee two weeks after I finished healing my right knee. So, wow. I, uh, 2015 was really, really rough for me. So, stepping into the ring for the first time in 2016. That was like that was the biggest, like that was a pinnacle point in my career because that's whenever I felt it, you know, I felt it for the first time what it was like to walk out there, and you know, it was a it was a hometown thing, and I called you know all my friends to come out and all my people to to support me, you know. So I mean, it was tight. Like I, I had all my my homies there, like cheering me on, and um, it was it was a surreal feeling, honestly, uh, just to to be able to start to live my dreams, really. Um, And it was a a really big point for me too, to like prove to myself that I could do it after coming off of two injured knees, you know? And now I'm like 100% totally. So it's like, it's it's been a really crazy ride for me. Um, But that match specifically, I just remember being in the back and just, like, I kept saying in my head, oh, don't mess this up. Don't mess this up, you know. And luckily, you know, I didn't mess this
1: up. <laughs> no, nah, you definitely didn't mess it up. You definitely didn't mess it up. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Um, it, was a, it was a pretty fun pretty fun match to be involved in. And, um, you know, that Jenna character that you're speaking of, she actually was on the show I was on yesterday. And so was
1: Storm. Wow, okay.
0: So all three of us got to reunite yesterday for the Rise show, and um, my match wasn't even announced. I was a special match that got announced later, so a lot of people don't even know that I was even going to be on that card, so it's kind of crazy. Like, I do things like that a lot, where I just, like, show up places.
1: Well, that's what special special attractions do, you know? you, you, You definitely evolved into a special attraction over the past three or four years, you know, and, and it, it, it like I said, being up here in New York, thank God for, you know, social media, thank God for YouTube and things like that. I've seen you in action and the charisma jumps off the screen. The athleticism jumps off the screen. I mean, for anybody who doesn't know, Lindsay Snow is a legit badass in essence as far as being a Brazilian uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu competitor. Like you're you're like legit. You're not You know, it's no game when it comes to, like, your abilities to to kick tails. So um, talk about how your real-life abilities as it pertains to, uh, you know, I guess you could say hand-to-hand combat or MMA or whatever you want to call it, jiu-jitsu, you know, how that translates into the ring. Because I always say my favorite thing to say is wrestling uh, may be predetermined, but it certainly isn't fake. So when you bring that real-life uh, ability to throw hands and throw feet and do and throw elbows and throw knees into the ring. How does that translate into sports entertainment to professional wrestling? Oh, dude, man. So
0: my abilities actually—they're a little bit of a hindrance to me um, because it definitely intimidates people, mm-hmm. and uh, they uh, like if they haven't wrestled me before, they don't know how I lay stuff in or how it feels whenever I give them moves and, and everything, you know? So definitely with um my, my brutality and uh my my look is what is what happens, you know? Right. And I mean it's not a bad thing but then I have the Brazilian jiu jitsu background and then they're like, oh dang <laughs> Right, right. So I'm just like I'm just trying to be like the, the total package, you know. Like I feel like I'm I'm working my way there, and um, I feel like with my background, it, it definitely helped me in uh, in pro wrestling because I um, I know how to take a role. I know how to take a, a hit, I know how to protect myself. Whereas like a lot of females that are in wrestling currently they don't have that kind of background they might have like a dance background or a cheerleading background and that's how they're athletic but um I, I also have that background I also did uh, dance gymnastics acrobatics cheerleading volleyball softball all that so I've always been an athlete since I was very very young like four years old and um I feel like that's all of that stuff that I've done throughout my life has only helped build me up to this point where I'm at right now. And I feel like my whole background is my whole life pretty much. You know, it's not just the jiu-jitsu that helps me. It's the gymnastics and everything like that. But the but the actuality of, of being in an actual fight, that's what helps the most. Almost because definitely. a lot of girls throng- haven't actually been in a real fight
1: before. Well, you you definitely bring, like I said, that that real life, you know, real element to the ring. And, I mean, I I personally love it, and I know your fans love it as well.
0: Thank you. Thank you. That's all I want to do is make the fans happy, you know? Without you guys, like, I wouldn't be here, you know? So I want to definitely show them what I'm made of and and what I can do. And, um, you know... I just uh, I just want to do good things.
1: <laughs> well, you're definitely doing you're doing more than good things. Like I said, your reputation has already reached all the way up here to New York. You know, um, I've had a chance to interview some really cool uh, personalities. You know, the House of Glory World Champion Anthony Gangone. I've had a chance to interview several stars from Major League Wrestling. You know, it, you know the the world of professional wrestling has never been hotter and I think you're a prime example, if if I may say so, Lindsay, of the women's evolution. You know, this new wave of, of women's wrestling that has really exploded since, I'd say, 2015, 2016. It's really been taken to a higher level. It's not just a WWE thing. It's not just a Ring of Honor thing. It's not just uh, a New Japan thing. It's independent wrestling as well. Women have never been better in the in the squared circle, and as a journalist, it's a pleasure to see and you know do like I said, doing my homework. I know that you were trained by the current Ring of Honor heavyweight champion in the world, Jay Leto, and that had had to have been a really cool experience. Talk about that for a little bit.
0: Jay is the best. <laughs> like that's all I can really say. He's amazing. Like I, um, I it was an honor to start training with him and uh, to get to learn from him um, he really, like, he really helped me a lot, and I still train with Jay to this day, um, like, just, like, his kind of knowledge from Ring of Honor, and how, you know, Ring of Honor stuff works, you know, like, because every company is different, and to have, like, his brain coming from Ring of Honor to tell me, you know, like, what, what they kind of look for, you know, and then to have him, work with me and my abilities because, like, I can do a lot of stuff that a lot of girls can't do, which is kind of crazy, especially for, like, somebody, like, my size. Um, I can jump really, really high and stuff, like, just, like, athletic stuff, you know? Right, and, right. Um, it's just uh, he really, like, has helped me a lot with trying to get my jiu-jitsu stuff into my pro wrestling stuff, you know? Like, he was, like, the first mind that like, Really, like, absolutely funny, funny story. Uh, one day at practice, he had one of his friends, who's also um, a, a big name, come to practice, who, uh, who is also a shooter, right? But he didn't tell, Jay didn't tell the other guys I was a shooter, right? Right. And so um, he he throws me and him in the ring together, and he's like, okay, guys, just like, just roll around, have some fun, right? And uh, I don't think that that guy knew what was coming for him because I think I definitely surprised him. Uh-oh, with, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> with my abilities and um I'm I'm pretty sure he still at least if he doesn't admit it, he knows he knows uh he knows what's
1: up. <laughs> he definitely knows what's up. I was going to ask you what the name was, but I can tell by the story that's something we don't want to reveal. No, no. No, but I, I feel you, though. Like, that's dope, though. Like, you were able to kind of show them what you can do and, 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 and let it be known that, hey, listen, like, don't test me. First of all, don't underestimate me because I'm a woman. Don't underestimate me because I'm a rookie. Like, I, I'm coming in here with, with a lot of experience, and that's mm-hmm. that experience has led you to a lot of success. Um, talk about your first win. You know, I, I, I understand you got your first win against Brandy Lauren back in 06. I believe it was June about a month after your debut um talk about the exhilaration that goes into you know what you're you're in the production meeting you're backstage you're doing what you got to do you're in preparation and it's decided that you know you've come along uh well enough and you have progressed well enough to be in the winner's circle talk about how that felt that night there's no greater feeling than getting your
0: hands raised whether it's in pro wrestling, or whether it's in catch wrestling, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I um, I feel like there is that emotion of yes, I won this match, and yes, like everybody's responding to me winning because they wanted me to win. You know, like it, it's all about it's all about how your chemistry in the ring is. Like, that's what makes the match is. It's not the moves that you do; it's how you get the crowd to react. Oh and yes! Oh yes! Whenever, whenever, um, whenever I won my first match and the crowd reacted, that was the first time I got to I got to feel that, you know. And uh, definitely had butterflies because I didn't I didn't really know how to really be myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was still searching for, you know, the character that is the American kaiju that is Lindsay Snow, you know, in the ring rather than just being myself as like who I am day to day, you know. Right. I was still searching for searching for that, that factor and um that win it definitely helped set the tone for my career. Um that, that was at a wrestle in Daytona. And it was in a six-sided ring. So that was my, um, I think it was like my second or third match ever. And uh, it was my first time in a six-sided ring. And all I could remember is how hard those ropes hurt.
1: <laughs> right, right,
0: right. <laughs> but uh, but feeling that feeling of winning the match and getting to celebrate and then having the crowd react. I won fans that night. I didn't win a match. I won fans, which is, to me, that's more important is because then you get the, the people behind you and then you have a purpose for being there.
1: Most definitely. Before
0: that, I didn't have a purpose. I was just there. But now I'm someone that has won something. So now I have a purpose for being there, you know?
1: I I totally get it. I think think your perspective is right on the money. I think it definitely ties in with the mainstream product. Like right now, there's nobody higher in the industry than Kofi Kingston because, you know, I mean, we're talking about an 11-year illustrious career, but he has really come into his own over the last month or so, and it's because he has a purpose. It's because he is the underdog. It's because he is someone that the fans can relate to, and I think that definitely relates to you, and I think that's what takes me to... You know, my next kind of walk down memory lane, if you will. You had a chance. It was a a losing effort, but talk about experience. Talk about making a purpose, making a name for yourself. You had a chance at Shine39 back in 2016 to go one-on-one with Kiara Hogan. She's one of the hottest names in Impact Wrestling right now um you went toe-to-toe with her please talk about that experience because she's one of the biggest names in the industry right now in women's wrestling and uh again it's not always about wins and losses it's about the experience like you just said so talk about that i had so much fun in that match
0: honestly uh is easy to work with and uh she she's just a nice lady you know um i mean man. I remember just like feeling like okay, this is like my first real good decent you know shot to show the people what I am, and it was in Ybor City. So a uh, little bit of background: I tattooed like two doors down from where the show was. hmm mm-hmm. So I, I worked I worked in Ybor, so there was a bunch of my friends there that I was tattooed with, and. uh yeah, it was just like a really surreal experience because I went from, you know, since I worked in Ebor, I would go to the Shine shows, you know, before I even started training. And uh, I I knew that I wanted to train. And I knew that I wanted that. And so I had all of these wonderful ladies, like, on the roster that night that I wrestled Kira that already had known me because they knew me from coming to watch the matches and stuff mm-hmm. so I had all of these like vets in my ear you know giving me advice and like man it was just an amazing experience to, to get to wrestle Akira I'd love
1: to do it again well I'm sure you will I'm sure you will this is only a beginning for you I, that's my prediction um, <laughs> one of the coolest parts of wrestling for me has always been stables I'm a big stable guy D-Generation X is actually going into the Hall of Fame uh, this year I, I'm a big fan of the horse I'm so
0: yeah, me too. China. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, they deserve it. China okay. China China's long overdue. Um, God rest her soul, long overdue. Um, but you know, I definitely am looking forward to to seeing, you know, that that group go in because China was a trailblazer. Billy Gunn and Road Dog is one of the greatest teams of all time, and Triple H and Shawn Michaels, that's obvious, you know, that that goes without saying. But, you know, you have other stables from the past, like the horsemen and and you know, like it, you know, obviously Bullet Club, and and now 2019, you got the New Day. You were in a stable. You you've had an opportunity to kind of work in a group as well. Uh, Austin Douglas, the Maz Paro, and a name that many wrestling fans know WWE, WCW, Shannon Moore. Tell us about the Gas Chamber Wrecking Crew because that that seemed like a really fun, entertaining group. Talk about that.
0: That was wild. Um there's <laughs> like nothing else to explain it but just to say it was wild. Man Perro is such a awesome dude. I actually saw him yesterday too at the Raya show. He came to watch it and um it was just really good to see him again because I hadn't seen him since the gas chamber wrecking three days. So it was just like a, a little mini reunion pretty much yesterday. Um but yeah, uh just to be in there with all of those guys with all of their experience helped me so much especially Shannon you know uh he's he's got such an awesome mind and um with me being so young in the business it was just um it was easier to learn for me that way because I had you know not only was I training with Jay but then I also had Shannon in my ear Telling me, you know, the WWE way, and then the TNA way, Impact way, whatever you want to call, it right now. But you know, from from his day was TNA. So I um I have him like explaining to me the way that there that those companies work. You know, most so
1: definitely, most all of definitely.
0: it was all of it was amazing. It was, I I do not regret any of that. It's, like Shannon and I still. Represent the gas chamber wrecking crew whenever we tag together. Um, you know, Pero's obviously he's got a new tag partner, and uh, it's just—it's just been a really crazy, like, just a really crazy time for all of us. And uh, with Mas, like, he's doing so much now with uh, his team, stressing deal, like he makes cosplay gear and stuff, mm-hmm. and like it's just been crazy to watch all of us come from like being together in the Gas Chamber Wrecking Crew to now we're all our different entities and all going different directions but all succeeding.
1: Well, that's like, what it's all, all about.
0: All are doing really, really awesome. So it's, it's kind of tight to come from a faction because, you know, you never really hear about factions like <laughs> really Everybody in the faction is succeeding. Like whenever they separate, you know what I'm saying. No, no so doubt. Like literally no doubt. every every single one of us are succeeding in our own ways. So it's um it's definitely been just a crazy wild ride.
1: A, cra- a crazy wild ride that has basically put you in position to be, like I said, one of the one of the dopest independent names in the industry right now. Um, I mean, my God, your career spanned from fighting, you know, evolution wrestling, brain, brain buster pro wrestling, full impact, you know, pro. Now you're in fight the world wrestling. You're all over the place. Um, 2017, you, you had a chance to win your first championship. Uh, you became the full throttle pro wrestling ladies champion. Everybody knows in professional wrestling, me on the journalistic side, you on the competitor side, that the only thing that really matters is gold. Now, there have been many superstars who haven't had championships, like Roddy Piper, for God's sakes. Roddy Piper in WWE, God rest his soul, only won one Intercontinental Championship, but is one of the greatest names of all time. So there obviously are exceptions to the rule. But, for the most part, championships do define careers. Talk about your reign as the full-throttle pro wrestling ladies' champion it was obviously a milestone in your career. Obviously, meant a lot, and you know, has catapulted you. You know, two years later, to like I said, continuing to thrive in the business. Your first championship. Talk about it.
0: Uh, when I uh, when I won that that night, I just remember being so happy and uh, really like feeling like I'm actually doing something now. Before I was fighting for a purpose now i'm fighting for a a i have a title like i have a championship that i have to defend now and mm-hmm. now i have even more of a purpose so you know like every step it's it's defining um just it's defining a, a, my career you know like this is like okay now i got to top this now i got to top that you know like it's a it made me want to drive harder work harder put more work in be better because i know now i have uh like a a target on my back Mm -hmm. because that's all a championship is is a target on your back and i have all these hungry young ladies that want that title from me you know
1: well speaking uh, of speaking of being a hungry young lady you continue to be a hungry young lady because now you, were, I mean, your your schedule. If you don't mind me saying, I mean, we've only talked briefly, but you know, I I feel a friend vibe going on here. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like we're cool already, so I'm gonna say what I gotta say. Your schedule is ridiculous. Like you just keep going and going and going and going. Like don't you get tired?
0: Dude, I will sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Yeah, my schedule, I keep it pretty hectic for a reason, because I get bored when I don't create. Um, I've always had that in me. I don't know what it is, but I've always had something in me where I constantly needed to create. Ever since I was old enough to pick up a pencil, I needed to create. Now that I've evolved into what I am today, creating could be wrestling, creating could be jujitsu, could be coming up with a new transition into a submission, could be how I hit different moves in the ring, could be how I build things up, could be how I tattoo, you know, it's, I always have to keep myself busy because I'm I'm always, um, so it's going to get kind of dark right now.
1: Yeah, um, no, talk, talk <laughs> so to so me, boring. talk to me, yeah.
0: Um, I uh, I have this thing in me where I feel like I need to leave behind a legacy. Like, uh, I know I'm, like, 31, and it's not that old or anything like that. But um, I, I do feel father time on my heels, and I want to make something of myself or uh, for my niece to uh, to be able to look back, and my niece and my nephew, to be able to look back and be like, dang, my aunt is awesome, you know, like. I want to give them something to kind of inspire them to kind of go for their dreams, because I want to leave behind stuff that people can remember me by, you know, like, um, I, I make art constantly, like, whether it's woodcuts, like, uh, I cut wood, like, I work with wood a lot, so I, I paint on wood, I make signs, I make paintings, like, any, anything, really, um, and I do tattoos also, so like with the tattooing thing, that's where the legacy really started because I knew that I was putting these things on people forever, and that's what got me started thinking about the legacy because I knew that these people are going to remember me forever. If they don't remember my name, so what? They're going to look at that tattoo and remember the experience that they had getting it. They're going to remember... They might not remember my name, but they'll remember who it was that did the tattoo because there's not a lot of female tattooers. Well, when I first started tattooing, there weren't. There wasn't a cat Von D around, you know? Right. So, um, like, that's, that's what got me started thinking about the legacy. Um, And then now, as I progress, it's every kind of art that I put out. That's why I can't stop doing things Uh. I feel like if I stop doing them, then I won't be remembered. As, as weird as that sounds, um, it's why I, I keep going because I wanna I wanna leave behind something for people to look back on, like younger generations that are coming up now that don't know about me and what I'm doing. I wanna be like that I looked up to when I was growing up.
1: I, I feel the same way. I, I think I think you're hitting the nail right on the head because for me um from the journalistic side obviously i want to work for the big companies i want to work for impact i want to work for wwe i want to work for all elite you know wrestling and i'm 32 so we're in the same ballpark it's like you know you're not old but you're not young anymore so it's like you want to make sure that you're putting something together like a life resume that that you can be proud of and your kids your like you said your niece your nephew whatever the case may be can be proud of i respect that i respect that i got that vibe off of you initially that's why i hit you up. And, um, you know, I'm really, I'm really, really happy that, you know, I was right about you because it seems like you're, you're definitely have the right mindset. Before I let you go, I want to ask you a couple more questions because I know you're busy. Um, I can, I can hear the wind going. So I know you're outside. Um, No, no,
0: I'm good right now. I still got like another 15, 20 minutes before I'm at
1: practice. Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet. So (laughs) full impact pro wrestling, 2017, you made your debut in that debut in that promotion. Uh, on May 26, 2017 and had the chance to team up with uh, Priscilla Kelly. Um, Priscilla Kelly is one of the most controversial names in the industry right now. As a female, I just wanted to highlight you and kind of get your perspective on the Priscilla Kelly situation and give your take. You know, Some people feel like it was a bit too much. Some people felt like, hey, it's sports entertainment. That's what it's all about. What is uh, Lindsey Snow's perspective on Priscilla Kelly and that kind of I'll just say incident that took place in that uh, wrestling match where she kind of, you know, took it to the limit. Oh,
0: I'm familiar with the spot. I feel like everybody on the internet knows about that spot. Yeah. I mean, if you got a computer, I'm pretty sure TMZ did a spot on it. Um, Like, everything pretty much covered it. Uh, I feel like if if that's what you want to do, if that's how you want yourself to be remembered by, then go for it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I personally wouldn't have been okay with that spot. I wouldn't have done it. Um, I would have asked if we could do something different because I know her character uh, since I was tagging with her. But I'm just, I'm just glad it wasn't me. <laughs> right,
1: right, right, right. Um, I feel you. I you. I
0: mean, I don't, I don't necessarily feel any type of way towards it, because like, hey, dude, that's on you, you know, like, you're the one that's gonna, you know people are gonna videotape it, you know people are there with cameras out, so it's like, if you're gonna do something like that, you know, you just have to be able to uh, deal with the consequences of it, and I feel like, as, um, as Priscilla handled it, I feel like she handled it well. Like, she handled all the criticism pretty well, and. Um, yeah, I uh, I would have uh, I would have had to negotiate a different a different
1: uh, angle on that. But I mean, my name's name not Tuna either. Right, so. right. I mean, I, I feel you. I mean, like I mean, as a dude, as a dude, it's a little different. It's kind of like I don't even know what to say about it. Every person I've talked to about it, or every person who talked to me about it, I'm kind of at a loss. But you know, I always like to ask a like a female competitor like her or her view on it and. Um, more people than not feel the way you feel, but at the same time, you know, it's entertainment, you know, I guess as long as it was cool with the promoter, cool with her and cool with the person she was wrestling, it's all good, but it was definitely a bit risky, but let's get back to you. Cause that's the point of what we're doing right now. Um, fight the world wrestling. Like, you know, that's the, that's kind of like the most recent promotion you've been in. I know you're all over the place, but talk about fight the world. Like, it seems like a really interesting product. I like it.
0: It was interesting, Um, I had a really fun match with Amber and uh, yeah it was definitely an interesting night. Um, I actually got to have another match with Amber on Saturday in South Carolina Okay. and we got to do it all over again but I'm sure you've seen the gifts that I've uh, reposted um, from Wrestling Psych which is like pretty much just me brutalizing. Amber.
1: Yes, yes, you so, you went you went to work on her. You sure did. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I pulled
0: out the arsenal on her. So I mean, it was it was a really fun match for me because I actually <laughs> actually got to work with somebody that was way way smaller than me that was into doing all of the cool stuff that I wanted to do. And so with her being so small, it was easy for me to just throw her out.
1: Okay, okay. And
0: do okay. all the cool stuff that I wanted to do with her. And, um, I mean, it was just, it was a really fun time to, that was our first time meeting each other. So it was, like, kind of crazy, but really, really good experience. And then I had, um, I had Shannon, like, watch the match for me, too, so that he could give me tips, and, like, all the dudes were back, too. So it was definitely a learning, fun experience and like like i say like every every
1: day i try to learn something so i just life is study pretty much no doubt no doubt i i couldn't agree more listen Lindsay, you're, you're, you're 31 years old we're gonna get ready to wrap this thing up you're 31 years old wwe impact ring of honor uh aew new japan like i said women's wrestling's never been hotter Talk to me about how you feel about the mainstream product and talk to me and tell the people how Lindsay Rose fits into the women's evolution. So
0: I'm pretty much like the entire women's division rolled into one. Nice, uh, nice. I've got, I've got every ankle covered. So except for the height thing. That's the one thing. I don't have because I'm. I stand at uh, a staggering five foot one. Okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, I'm super strong. I, I'm a really good base. I can legit submit you. I don't know. I can I can do any move that you can name. So I'm just trying to cover all my bases so that I can. My way into the evolution of women's wrestling and be a, a name to be remembered. So um, I'm just trying to cover all my bases and, and be the best at everything
1: that I do. That's the right mentality. Well, look, you, you're well on your way. Like, like I'll just make it clear to the people, all my listeners out there listening on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, The Daily Smart, uh, BodySlam.net. Listen, um, I found you. You didn't find me. So your reputation is definitely growing. Uh, Your reputation has reached all the way up here to New York with you being down in Florida and doing all this wrestling all over the country. So it's already happening. So, you know, we here at Hubbard Wrestling Weekly really appreciate you. I personally appreciate you. You've been nothing but a joy to have on the show. Um, And we continue nothing but uh, we wish you continued health and wealth and uh, nothing but success. We really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much for
0: having me.
1: No doubt, no doubt. Before we let you go, let the people know where they can find you, upcoming dates and social media.
0: Um, actually, March 2nd, I'm in San Antonio um, for Santa Chinga promotion. March 3rd, I'm in North Carolina um, at High Point, North Carolina for RWA. And then um, March 16th, I'll be in South Florida and Coral Springs for CCW. Okay. Um, And you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Kaiju Power, K-A-I-J-U-P-O-W-E-R. And uh, you can find me on Facebook at Lindsay Snow, the American Kaiju.
1: That's what's up. And all my, all my listeners out there, and anybody following me at hub underscore wrestling, I definitely am following Lindsay right now, so you can find her through me as well. So with that being said, Lindsay, we thank you once again. Yo, all my listeners out there, we appreciate you as always. I'm your man, Sean Hubbard. That's your homegirl, Lindsay Snow. And this is the HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com podcast. We're out of here. Peace. This
0: has been a production of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com, home of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly podcast the very best in professional wrestling, both independent and mainstream. The ideas and content of this show are the exclusive property of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. The opinions of its hosts and guests are theirs and theirs alone, as this show and website are not associated with any professional wrestling organization.